The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Everyone, I hope you're having a great day, a great week. We are having such great response from all of you. Thank you so much. Always remember, it is my audience who you are helping people with disabilities gain quality of life by your loyalty. Thank you very much. So today, I get to introduce a friend that I've known for a long time who is a big-time, long-time community leader. He is absolutely a wonderful person. You know how you meet someone, and, boy, they are genuine. They're the real deal. That is this person. And he is the new CEO of Variety, the children's charity. Welcome to the show, Charlie LaVallee. Thanks, Joyce. You could have been talking about yourself, about being the real deal, especially for people with disabilities. Well, you are, and it's so refreshing to work with someone and see someone in our community and see a leader for children with disabilities who is as passionate and dedicated as you are, Charlie. And many people who know you would all say the same thing. So you are a blessing to all of us. But before we go into a lot of detail about variety, I thought maybe you could share with our listeners how you first became involved at all in the disability community. Oh, thanks, Joyce. I'd love to talk about that. Um, in the late uh, 1970s, I had a good friend of mine who was the chairman of the board of an organization that served those who were severely and profoundly challenged with their disabilities. And so he called me up, and they were in a crisis in their organization. They needed to help. They needed people to help helpers to help feed and to help bathe uh, kids with their disabilities. And so he called me and he asked me, would I come? And I said yes, and I hung up the phone and I thought, oh, no. Because to be totally honest, I'd never had real close contact with anyone who was severely or profoundly challenged. And because I hadn't had the contact, I was scared, it was different, but I went. And uh, every day for quite a while um, in the evenings, uh, I helped uh, feed the kids. I was working with kids who were um, uh, teenagers, adolescents, and a little older boys, and they needed help with their feeding and they needed help with their bathing. And, you know, I went to help. But what was interesting about the whole experience is because of how challenged they were, none of the kids were ever saying to me, oh, Charlie, thank you for coming. I'm so glad you're here. But what happened was I was changed 
because through helping, I saw these kids as the kids they were. And so I'm so grateful he called me, although I admit I was scared in the beginning. I didn't want to be touched or touch. That's the honest truth. And I think that's what happens for most of us until we really understand those who have disabilities. Uh, They're kind of out of sight, out of mind. We're uncomfortable. And I'm so grateful that this friend of mine called me because it changed my life. And uh, it opened my eyes to really the needs of a another set of po- a population that I really knew nothing about. Wow. Well, you know what? You are so honest, and I appreciate that. Many people, Charlie, do not want to say that or talk about it, but truthfully, that is the truth for many people. When, when I talk to them about I employ people with disabilities or I have epilepsy, okay, I'm okay because I'm not having a seizure. But if they saw me having seizures, they too would be apprehensive being around me. And that is because of really ignorance. And by ignorance, I mean not being around people with disabilities. You know, the more you are around people with disabilities, the more you realize they're people. And and so, uh, wow, you've come a long way there, Charlie. But that was a great truly, experience. Truly Opened is my a heart. Great story. Open, open my heart to a, another reality, as you say, those with disabilities are people first. And that message has to get out. And we have to get beyond, quite frankly, our own fear of the unknown, our own insecurities, our own fear of different, and be willing to let ourselves have our hearts be open to receiving, really, another human being, whatever mm-hmm. it is. How true that is. Well, Charlie, now here you are. Congratulations as the CEO of Variety, the children's charity. Um, why don't you tell everyone what that is and what the mission is of Variety? Well, Variety is focused and dedicated to children with physical and mental disabilities. And I think first and foremost, it's kind of like what we've been saying, what Variety wants to do is to Wave the flag, as you've really been so good about, not um, in a charity sense, but so that these kids can have the types of programs, experiences, mobility equipment, so they can live their life to the fullest, and it can lead uh, later, uh, depending on where they are, it can lead to work, which we know you've been a great champion of, how work brings independence and can change your life. So what we need to focus on is not letting these kids be out of sight, out of mind. That's so important. And then we have to understand their needs and respond and give them the type of experiences, quite frankly, they deserve, like any other child. Yes. Yeah. It's not about pity, folks. It is about inclusion. It's about opportunity. You know, it won't help us, it won't help these children if all you do is say, oh, poor them. Because, oh, poor them, wants to play and be included like everyone else, including your own children. Um, and, you know, we have a great story story with Variety. We have a secret, and it shouldn't be a secret, that's the problem, but we have a story that I know people don't know across the United States, and sadly, maybe right in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where Variety, the children's charity, is located. Uh, and that is how it all started. So I'm going to let you tell that story, Charlie. 
Well, what happened was, and, and you know Joy so well yourself, but in on Christmas Eve in 1928, and if we think back, what a hard time that was in America. Not too dissimilar to some of the times we've been going through, but a one-month baby girl, one-month-old baby girl was abandoned in the Sheridan Theater in Pittsburgh. And the manager of the theater discovered her, and there was a note, which we should all really listen with our heads and heart. And what this mother, this heartbroken mother wrote was, please take care of my baby. Her name is Catherine. I can no longer take care of her. I have eight others. My husband is out of work. She was born on Thanksgiving Day. I've always heard of the goodness of show business people. I pray to God that you will look after her. Well, there were a group of men in theater who did look after her, and and they were concerned about her and other disadvantaged children. And so from that beginning in 1928, Variety, Variety Club, now known as Variety, the children's charity, which was born and since 1928 has raised over $2 billion, with a B, dollars to help children throughout the world. Variety chapters are across the country. It's also in Australia, Barbados, Britain, Canada, France, Ireland, Israel, Japan, Mexico. So something that started here out of the tragedy of one family has gone on to be uh, having an international impact. So there's something that Pittsburghers really should be proud of, but all of us need to rally around and really focus not so much on where we've come from, but what needs to be done for every child today. Wow, that is such a story. And now, just to make sure our listeners understand, it was Christmas Eve, 1928. We have a mother of eight children, and she cannot take care of the other child. I'm sure she was heartbroken. She leaves the baby where again, Charlie? Um, On a seat in the Sheridan Theater in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Are you all hearing that? On a seat in the theater. I know this story, but I want to repeat it because... What a story. I mean, this story is almost like a movie. How desperate she must have been. It's like hard to believe. But what is most amazing is from that tragedy, what happened. But you know what? It only happened because people took action. See, always remember that. If you see something and you could do something about it, but you don't, look what can happen. Nothing. That's what happens. I mean, that to me is like the greatest Pittsburgh story. It really is. I I think it's phenomenal. Um, And you already said, Charlie, that you are so large across, across the United States, but across the world. Here's my question. Do you all do something different? Because Variety, the children's charity, focuses on children with disabilities. How about all the other ones? Well, throughout the world, the focus is primarily on children who are disadvantaged, but every variety chapter, so to speak, which is what people would know them more by. Some are called tents because of the connection back to theater, but really, if people want to think about it, every variety organization does have a thread, does share in this, what we called when it was created here, the Kids on the Go program, which focuses on mobility equipment 
for children with disabilities. So while the varieties across the world may do different things, there is a uniting around disadvantaged children and on this program of children and their mobility needs, which is absolutely critical. So although they're all different, you're saying they're different, but they all focus on children, correct? They all focus on children, and they all have an arm which reaches into the mobility needs of children with disabilities. So while they may have other areas of concentration, we share a focus on children with disabilities. Awesome. So awesome. Well, listen, folks, in a few minutes here, we're going to get ready to go to break. But if you just joined us, we are talking to Charlie LaValle, who is the CEO, Chief Executive Officer of Variety, the Children's Charity, right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but part of a worldwide organization, Variety. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Charlie. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you feeling stuck and struggling with how to make positive change happen in your life? Are you or someone you know in pain? Pain can be changed. Just imagine how good it will feel to wake up each day free of pain and without limitations. You don't have to live with limitations. You can accomplish your goals, achieve your dreams, and change your life forever. Dr. David A. Blender, certified clinical and medical hypnotherapist, life coach, business consultant, and professional trainer, formed Hypnotic Therapeutics as a result of his passion to help people and organizations and to empower the human spirit. David's successful track record, experience, skill sets, and unique abilities enable him to understand sensitive issues while empowering people to move beyond limiting beliefs and overcome barriers to success. He understands human behavioral and organizational dynamics. He knows how to motivate and empower people and organizations and align personal and professional resources, goals, and objectives, achieving transformation. For more information about how to create greater harmony, wellness, balance, and success with your career, organization, and in your life, contact David at 847-868-0068 or visit hypnotictherapeutics.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back. Hey, 
Hey, if you just joined us, we are today talking to Charlie LaValle, Chief Executive Officer of Variety, the Children's Charity. And before I go on, Charlie, <clears throat> hi, Mark is known across the country and is known in Washington, D.C. and the White House because of the phenomenal work they have done for people with disabilities. As you know, and anyone that's heard me speak nationally, if it weren't for Highmark, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, there wouldn't be a Bender Consulting because they were the very first company to believe in me and believe in my dream and, you know, here we are today since starting in 1995. Uh, I'm bringing them up because um, our president also is from Highmark. I thought maybe you wanted to talk about her for a minute. Yeah, our president here in Pittsburgh is Deborah Rice, who's um, an executive uh, with Highmark, Blue Cross Blue Shield in Pittsburgh, and Deb has a unique passion and, and exemplifies all that you talk about Highmark and their commitment to children with disabilities. She's uh, bringing a new passion and a new level of energy as president to having us focus on meeting the needs of kids with disabilities so that they're living their lives to the fullest. So we're fortunate at Variety to have Deb Rice and Highmark and Highmark's really been the primary sponsor of Variety here in Pittsburgh, and it's great to see a company taking a stake and, and really saying these kids matter. Yeah, she is unbelievable. She is 100% committed to people with disabilities, children with disabilities. I just wanted to acknowledge them because they are such great partners to all people with disabilities, and here's another example, you know, with variety. Hey, Charlie, um, I wanted you to talk a little bit in detail about one of the programs that I am absolutely so supportive of, Kids on the Go. Can you explain that to our listeners? Sure, I'd be I'd be thrilled to because Kids on the Go means a great deal to me too. It provides mobility equipment for children with mental and physical disabilities. And um, really, when you think about it, I think we have to stop for a moment and think about these kids and what they would need. For example, if you have a child, let's say with cerebral palsy for the sake of the argument, and when they're one, it's no problem for you to carry them up the stairs. But later, if you have a 16-year-old boy in your house, he weighs 160, 180. How do you get him up from the main floor to his to his bedroom? You know, does the mom and dad carry him up? It's a health risk. It's um, a safety risk. So a lot of what we don't see sometimes, again, it's a similar problem. Again, we don't understand the fundamental things because in reality, most of us, without thinking about it, we walk up and down the steps in our homes and we don't even think about other people who who are challenged to get their children from the living room up to their bedroom. So that's one part of it. Just, there's a range of mobility needs. But we need to kind of stop for a moment, like you said earlier, and take action. But before we can take action, we need to understand the challenges that these families are facing. Yes. And it means so much to them. Not only mobility equipment, you know, People don't realize when you're in a wheelchair, you keep growing. 
you know, you keep you keep growing, and believe it or not, there are children that can't even get a wheelchair, uh, they can't get you know a bike that is accessible, and all of these things make such a difference in that person's life. As a matter of fact, Charlie, I wanted you to give our listeners a few examples of families impacted by receiving that mobility equipment. I'd be thrilled to. This is this is really the exciting part. We we had a um, family recently, and I'll just give you some little snippets so the listeners can really understand. This is a teenager in a wheelchair, power wheelchair, as you've indicated, and but because she needs the power wheelchair, you just can't go into your regular car. So she had to have the family van refitted to accommodate a ramp. And what was so beautiful recently when she got this, the teenager got the ramp, and when she and her mom were leaving um, our partner who modified the van, the mother said to us, do you know where we're going now? We said, no, we don't have any idea. She said, we're going to the mall. We kind of looked at her like, well, what's the big deal about that? She said, we're going to the mall because we can now. So they called their van the Because We Can van. And they were going to go to the teenager's favorite store, which was Claire's. And But that's just, again, I take for granted how many times I took my son out without thinking about it as Daniel was growing up. This mom, what they were empowered now to have was the freedom to go to the mall whenever they wanted to. The Because We Can van. Then we had another um, experience uh, recently, just a couple weeks ago, down in Washington County, um, here in uh, Pennsylvania. And um, a girl, 10-year-old, got her first bike. And again, I hope the listeners can stop and think about that for a moment, because I think bikes were a part of most all of our lives growing up, ourselves, our kids. Again, it's something we took for granted, and that's what I've learned in working with children with disabilities. The things I take for granted are so significant to them. Well, this 10-year-old got her first bike, and she could now ride with her twin sister. They both um, have significant disability, which impacts their ability to communicate, their ability to move, like the one I'm um, thinking of now. She cannot run or skip, but she could pedal this bike. So not only was it going to get her outside and give her some sense of belonging in the community and being apart with other kids, um, it also was good exercise and therapy for her. And something her dad said to me, I just wanted to share that was really impactful. He's a volunteer firefighter, and we had this bike presentation down at the at the uh, fire station. And he and I were alone, and I was telling my mom she has some disability challenges, and we were and mobility challenges. We were talking, and then he said to me, he said, Charlie, my girls, he said, I'm 40. My girls will be with me until I die. And he said it in the most caring way. But what was contained in his the words he didn't say my girls will be with me until I die. But what was in that was, who's going to help them when I die? Mm-hmm. And I think we have to build a society 
It starts as we support and empower families with children with disabilities, but then not to lose sight of them. What you've done so well, how you've opened this channel for people to get work and in light of their abilities, focusing on their abilities and not their disabilities. We have to create a society of empowerment and real, genuine caring. And those dad's words, that'll stay with me a long, a long time. You know what? Oh, my God, that is so true, because how many parents do I meet? You know, I want to go back to something that Charlie said earlier. You may be able to do these things for your child now, but the child is going to become an adult but you're going to become older, and it will be impossible for you to carry someone up steps or to do many things. That's why you've got to be independent now. You know, get your child involved in things now, and that's what that father meant. So yes. With him, and he meant that, of course, positively, lovingly, but he also meant because what else would happen? No one would help. But, see, that's why we've got to make things more inclusive. Now, if you're a child and you can't play with your friends when they're on their bikes, but all of a sudden you have a bike, do you know what that does? I mean, just that one thing levels the playing field. That one thing gives that child excitement and dignity and inclusion. It's terrible when you're not included. That's why I think this is so very important. And, Charlie, just to give our listeners an idea, how much does a bike cost? Well, uh, it ranges depending on how, you know, they're specially fitted to each child with their disability, but approximately $1,800. That's That's not a great deal of money, and that's why we've just launched a campaign the My Bike campaign just hasn't really been spoken of uh, officially out in the public yet, but we're building the roots to it. And I just wanted to give a recognition. I was meeting with a, a PNC senior executive recently, and I was telling her just what we talked about, about the need for kids to have bikes. She excuses herself in the meeting. Her name is Andrea Corelli. She excuses herself from the meeting. She walks out. I thought, oh, what did I do? She comes back with her own checkbook. And writes a check out and said, "Here's here's a here's bike number one for your campaign." And tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday night, that is, she invited me to come to the ballpark. PNC is going to present us with a check for a couple more bikes. So I think there is a spirit of compassion when people understand that for eighteen hundred dollars, whether they're a, a bank, an individual, a youth group, a Kiwanis or Lions, I think we can mobilize to make sure that every child who needs an adaptive bike so they can ride with their friends. Every child gets that. So I'm really excited about where we are with this new bike campaign. I think it, uh, like you said, it levels the playing field. It gets kids out there with their peers and and, uh, also benefits them from a physical kind of therapy perspective, too. Yeah, wow. Well, I mean, I think it is just so awesome. I do, and I hope everyone listening to the show. What's the website, Charlie? Um, www.varietypittsburgh.org. www.varietypittsburgh.org. Varietypittsburgh.org. That amount of money is not that large of an amount. If you can make any donation, no matter what the amount is, I would really appreciate it, but not as much as that child. Mm. This 
is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back after the break with Charlie. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Are you feeling stuck and struggling with how to make positive change happen in your life? Are you or someone you know in pain? Pain can be changed. Just imagine how good it will feel to wake up each day free of pain and without limitations. You don't have to live with limitations. You can accomplish your goals, achieve your dreams, and change your life forever. Dr. David A. Blender, certified clinical and medical hypnotherapist, life coach, business consultant, and professional trainer, formed Hypnotic Therapeutics as a result of his passion to help people and organizations and to empower the human spirit. David's successful track record, experience, skill sets, and unique abilities enable him to understand sensitive issues while empowering people to move beyond limiting beliefs and overcome barriers to success. He understands human behavioral and organizational dynamics. He knows how to motivate and empower people and organizations and align personal and professional resources, goals, and objectives, achieving transformation. For more information about how to create greater harmony, wellness, balance, and success with your career, organization, and in your life, contact David at 847-868-0068 or visit hypnotictherapeutics.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Today our guest is Charlie LaValley, Chief Executive Officer of Variety the Children's Charity that focuses on inclusion for children with disabilities. You know, we were talking about the mobility equipment, uh, but Charlie, at the break you mentioned a family. Uh, I really think that's a great story, so why don't you share that with our listeners? Sure. Recently there was a, the National Mobility Dealers Association had a competition where across the country where they were going to award, I believe, three adaptive vans to those who needed it. And there was a father here who 16 years ago began developing progressive multiple sclerosis, which has gotten worse over the years. At the same time this was developing, his wife became pregnant with their third child. And unbeknownst to them, while Melissa, the mom, was carrying her daughter Miranda, Miranda had a stroke in utero, which significantly, when she was born, affected her sight, her mobility, her ability to communicate. And um, so now you have in the family, you have the challenge of the dad facing his disability and the newborn as she grows uh, facing her. She's 16 now. And so what recently happened, the family did not win that competition, but it got coverage in a little blog called the Cranberry Patch in the North Hills of Pittsburgh, 
and a caring couple, an anonymous couple who wanted no credit, who wanted to do nothing but help this family, the dad with his MS and and the daughter with her challenges. So they wrote a check for $40,000 so we could get a van that could handle two power wheelchairs. And I wish listeners could have been there that day when we awarded the family the van with their friends, Miranda's teachers, family members there. It was so thrilling. And it was a challenge to get a van adapted that could accommodate both. But there were a couple things that happened that were just so so dramatic. First, the dad, Gary, told us what they were going to do was next weekend, they were going to be able to go as a family to a family gathering where his nephew was graduating high school. Well, isn't that what we all do? When our nephew graduates high school, we put our kids together and we go to that. So they were thrilled that they were going to be able to go and go in their power wheelchairs. So that was one thought. That was exciting to me. Then I had another experience that kind of, um, I must admit again, it made me to grow beyond myself. Miranda is backing up her power wheelchair, which she's only had about 10 days. And she's getting closer and closer to my foot. And I think, does she not know how to drive this? And then it dawns on me, she's trying to get close as a joke. So I said, Miranda, are you joking me? And she turns around with the greatest smile. And she had such a kick out of it. And I realized, again, I had to learn something. I made an assumption, a bad assumption that perhaps her sense of humor wasn't developed because of her disability. Totally untrue. So again, what I keep learning is I have to learn. And the more I learn, the more we connect. And I appreciate her sense of humor, and then I want to go over to the next person and get close and give them a shock with her power wheelchair. But the most beautiful part, probably, Miranda's best friend, Molly. who Variety has also helped. She has a, she's in a power wheelchair, and we've adapted their van. Molly, Miranda, and Miranda's mom, they figured out that with the new van that could accommodate two power wheelchairs, that the mom could take the two girls, the two best friends, to the mall, and they could be 16-year-olds riding up and down the mall just like other 16-year-olds, but the three of them now had the opportunity, um, the freedom to go to the mall and for them to be included. They could see their friends at the mall. I think that was just so beautiful that what happened from this caring couple writing this check is that these two 16-year-olds in their power wheelchairs were able to go to the mall just like any other 16-year-old. That's just that's what we want to have happen. We want to have those kind of primary experiences so the kids with disabilities have the same typical childhood experiences as any other 16-year-old kids who are hanging out at the mall. Wow, what a great story. That is such a great story. As you said, it's amazing, Charlie, how there are things that we do that we take for granted. It really is. But that's that's not all we do at Variety. We also have a two-week camp. You want to talk about that? I'd love to talk about that. We just had camp. Uh, was probably about three weeks ago now. And one of the stories that really stands out to me, and I'll start with the story and then talk about camp a little more. There's a teenager, Hassan, and he has cerebral palsy, and he has the leg braces. And here's 
here's what happened for him, because camp, it's an adaptive camp. So the swimming pool is adapted for kids with disabilities, the basketball court, the golf course. That's what's so beautiful. This camp is made with them in mind. It says, you're important. You matter. But Hassan, it was such a beautiful thing. For the first time, he made a basket. And we asked him, Hassan, well, how could this be that you never shot and made a basket before? He said, well, here's what happened. People would let me, because of um, what I have physically, they would let me sit on the floor. I could never shoot the ball up. At camp, he said, today, I remember when he told me, he said the counselor supported me at my waist. And so now standing, I could shoot the basketball. And he made seven, seven choice, seven out of eight shots. But again, isn't that what we want, that every child has the opportunity to make a basket, to shoot baskets. But I think the key in that story is somebody supported him. And without that support, that, that story is such an uh, uh, image to me of what we should be doing. He got support. He could do something he never dreamed he could. So what's great about camp is all the kids with a variety of disabilities, many of them come with their aides. Some come with family members, siblings, and parents. But what one mother said to me who had three boys at the camp, she said what she loved was that they could do archery and crafts and golf, and she could, they could do all these experiences. And nobody was staring at their kids because they were just like every other child. And again, oh, I think yeah. that's so important, not to that, be treated is, as a stigma. That is, that is so important, Charlie. That is, and it's so powerful. Well, I brought this up a little bit earlier, but I'm going to ask you again, Charlie. If someone is listening to the show today and they would like to make a contribution, how do they do that? Well, they can go online to VarietyPittsburgh.org. They can do it right through there, and that's all the information they could find and call us. And anybody who happens to be listening in western Pennsylvania, there's another way they can help us. We need to identify through the churches, through the schools, every child with a disability, especially every child who could get a bike. We need partners to help us identify the kids. Now, if they do identify kids, then what do they do? Well, I mean, we want to be respectful of the family. So what I would encourage is if you're, for example, the priest or minister of a church and you know in your congregation, they should tell the family, hey, I know about this resource variety. Why don't you check it out? Here's their website. Why don't you call them? Perhaps they can provide a, a service, or perhaps your son or daughter would like to go to camp. Or we have a lot of, we haven't talked yet about these special social programs, uh, Halloween parties sponsored by Bear and, and the Christmas party, holiday party sponsored by Highmark. There's other activities that kids could participate. So I think if there's partners who want to work with us, they should be respectful of the families. Every family has the right to choose whether they want to participate. But I think what's happening is the word isn't out there well enough. We need to get the word out, and, and uh, families need to find out about variety, and we need to connect with each other. Wow. I mean, that is a great idea. More people should know about that. Um, and, you know, we also have, I forgot to mention this, a gala coming up. If people are still interested, can they attend that? Sure, and they can find out information about that on the website. And, and really, we are honored to be honoring, thanks really to you in many ways and the partnership you built, 
uh, with Greg Babe, who was the president of Bayer and Bayer Material Science, who's now the president and chief executive officer at Orbital Engineering. Along, we're, we're honoring Greg for his long-term time work with kids with disabilities, as well as Kelly Fry, who's a, a news anchor here in WTAE uh, Channel 4 Pittsburgh. And um, it's going to be an exciting uh, gala. We were just down at the hotel today, and I don't want to uh, tip it off, but it's right November 2nd, right before the election. We're going to celebrate the freedom of America and the freedom of what we want to be doing for kids with disabilities. But again, VarietyPittsburgh.org, people can find out about the gala. They can get our phone number and call us. Uh, we'd love to have people participate. I, I, I believe it will be an experience to remember this year. I do, too. I really do. Okay, well, we're going to go to break. Hey, if you just tuned in, we've been talking to Charlie LaValle, the Chief Executive Officer of Variety, the children's charity, headquartered right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You are listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Are you feeling stuck and struggling with how to make positive change happen in your life? Are you or someone you know in pain? Pain can be changed. Just imagine how good it will feel to wake up each day free of pain and without limitations. You don't have to live with limitations. You can accomplish your goals, achieve your dreams, and change your life forever. Dr. David A. Blender, certified clinical and medical hypnotherapist, life coach, business consultant, and professional trainer, formed Hypnotic Therapeutics as a result of his passion to help people and organizations and to empower the human spirit. David's successful track record, experience, skill sets, and unique abilities enable him to understand sensitive issues while empowering people to move beyond limiting beliefs and overcome barriers to success. He understands human behavioral and organizational dynamics. He knows how to motivate and empower people and organizations and align personal and professional resources, goals, and objectives, achieving transformation. For more information about how to create greater harmony, wellness, balance, and success with your career, organization, and in your life, contact David at 847-868-0068 or visit hypnotictherapeutics.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back. This has been a great show, and I hope, that if you're thinking, wow, I know a family with a child with a disability in western Pennsylvania, or even if you're across the United States, you can still make a contribution to Variety the Children's Charity. Every dollar helps. It really does. Uh, but we've been talking to Charlie LaValle, Chief Executive Officer of Variety the Children's Charity, working to help children with disabilities gain inclusion. And it only takes sometimes a small step. You know, 
uh, Variety the Children's Charity. How lucky am I that they're in the same building I am right next door. But I know that Charlie has seen something that really irritates him. Um, and, you know, isn't it sad that, like, we're getting used to it because we've run into this so much? Uh, but, Charlie, I'm going to let you talk about that. Well, in just a brief moment, when Joyce and I look out our windows, what we can see is the uh, entranceway, the sloped uh, sidewalk, so that if you're in a wheelchair or a power wheelchair where you come up, to come to work. And isn't it fantastic? And I commend Joyce so much for her work for those with disabilities, that they can come and have a job and have all the dignity and worth that comes with that. But what I've noticed is a lot of delivery trucks, they block that entrance because they're busy and they're in a hurry. And I, I sit in my office and I go out, I'm on a campaign. I talk to them and there's a great guy. I just want to shout him out, Rick from UPS. He's really careful, and now he's talking to other people about it. Well, that's how we all have to begin. Wherever we are in the world or in America, think about what little thing that can you can do. Don't park in a handicapped spot. Make sure that there's handicap accessibility. Be aware. So that's something we have to join together on, and we're, we're working on it right here, Joyce and our, to make sure that people are sensitive to one another. We respect those who are working in a hurry, but still, if you're in that wheelchair, you deserve it's your right to be able to come to work. You shouldn't be blocked because somebody else is busy. So uh, let's all think together. How can we take a little step wherever we are in the world today to help someone to be a supporter? And, you know, I had an employee, double amputee, who drove a van. And he goes to get in his parking spot as he's coming around, and this big truck comes and blocks him. Now, in the meantime, there are all these other cars already parked. He has to go. He was going to have to go up on the hill and walk down because he uses prosthetics. Uh, so you know what he did? He didn't move until the, this guy came up and said, you know, this really does mean something to me. But you know what? You shouldn't have to do that. And you really should never borrow. This is what one thing that sends me people that borrow someone's uh, accessibility card to put in their window so they can get parking up front. I know it's hard to believe, but people do that. Well, Joy, somebody said something to me a long time ago I never forgot. The only thing you need to know about doing the right thing is it's the right thing. So, of course, we should never do that, and we should never park in handicapped spots, and we should put ourselves in the shoes of somebody else. We all should learn that. Uh, mm-hmm. I know I'm growing. I have a lot more to learn. And these experiences, as I look out there from our window, uh, we need to be able to fix that, and everybody around the country needs to think about how it would be in a situation you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yes, right, I know. Doing the right thing is doing the right thing. You are so right. Well, Charlie, you know I've been on the air nine years, and every single guest I have asked these last two questions to. And you surely are a man who has already accomplished so very much in your life. So I know this is going to be hard to answer, but what would you consider your greatest accomplishment? I don't know what that greatest accomplishment would be, but I am very grateful for the relationship I have with my 24-year-old son, um, whose brother died 18 years ago. 
and um, when you have to bury a 21-year-old, that's a great uh, tragedy in itself. But to be close to Daniel um, is um, is a thrill through the ups and downs. There isn't a day that doesn't go by that we don't talk, and, and so it's very something fundamental. It's just creating. A good relationship. So I don't know if that's really an accomplishment, but uh, I'm very grateful and blessed um, by the relationships I have and Daniel, and I'm grateful to be able to work together. Uh, quite frankly, Joyce, with someone like you, I look up to you, I respect you, and if we can make a difference for other people and for other children, uh, that's that's really an honor to me. Mm. Oh. Um, and, and it is an honor to me also, and the feeling is mutual. And I am not surprised, by the way, that that's what you would say. I just knew it wouldn't be something materialistic. I knew it. So, I am no, I am not surprised. And to me, that is a treasure, and that is a great accomplishment. Charlie mentioned about losing his son. May I just tell you that what he did is turn around and help create the Children's Caring Foundation, the Caring Foundation for children who are grieving, who have lost a sibling or lost parents. And once again, there's an example of Charlie going through a tragedy and seeing what he could do to turn this around to help others. Um, So I just wanted all of you to know that because when I said he's the real deal, I am not kidding. Now, Charlie, before we go to that last question, one more time, if someone makes wants to make a donation to Variety the Children's Charity, how do they do that? Um, VarietyPittsburgh.org. Go to our website, VarietyPittsburgh.org. There's a link there for you to be able to do it and also to find out more about us and how we could partner together to help one more child. Right. And how about if someone is listening and they would like their child to go to that summer camp? Uh, They can find out all the information they need to write, again, on VarietyPittsburgh.org. That will also give them the information to call us, talk to uh, Sandra Thompson, the director of programs. We'd love to talk. I hope from this broadcast today families call us to find out about the camp or or our special Halloween and holiday programs or about mobility equipment. That would be thrilling if, as a result of today, more kids got involved with us. And you know... When Charlie was talking about Halloween Party at Bear, Greg Babe, who's now the CEO of Orbital, is another executive that has done so much for Variety, the children's charity. And Bear continues the commitment. Um, they have this Halloween party that they do in conjunction with uh, Eaton Park, and it is so exciting, so wonderful, because you see children with disabilities who possibly never go out trick-or-treating, coming to this event in total costume, having the time of their life. And you don't know how many of the parents are so thrilled because this will be the only time. So every year, every family looks so forward to this, and you just can't believe the extent they go to. And Bear makes it so special. Everything's decorated. They have, you know, uh, all kinds of things for the kids to do, things for them to make. Uh, The food is uh, some of it colored so that they could call it, you know, bat's eyes or whatever it is, 
but I mean, it is absolutely phenomenal. Then, Highmark has a holiday party, and it too is phenomenal. Let me just tell you, so many people have gone to these events, they couldn't accommodate everyone. I mean, they're unbelievable. And if you would be interested, once again, you just go to Variety's website, contact them, call them, tell them you're interested, uh, and, you know, everyone would be just thrilled to have you join us. Correct, Charlie? Oh, org. Look us up and let's become uh, uh, partners together. Okay. Well, Charlie, if you had to leave a message with our listeners today, what would it be? Now, there'd be two things. If we link back to the to the Caring Foundation, that wouldn't have happened without Mr. Rogers, who said to me, um, take your heartache and do something with it. And I think uh, Mr. Rogers' words are um, a good good for all of us. Take your heartache and do something with it. Joyce, isn't that what you did when you had epilepsy? You took this challenge and transformed it into something that has led so many. And now as you're working, even with the federal government, to get 100,000 uh, jobs for people with disabilities, that's what you did. So I think I commend Fred for that, con- Mr. Rogers, for that concept. And I think if I had one last message, it would be this, and I, I believe this. The world will be changed by parents who change it one child at a time. So what we need to do is help parents, support parents of children with disabilities to enable them, not us, but to enable them to give their children the lives they want for them where their kids can have the fullest, uh, optimal lives that they can. And uh, the world would be changed by parents who change it one child at a time. Oh, amen to that. Well, first of all, Charlie, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you, Joyce, for having me and for all that you do day in and day out. You're you're one of our heroes, and I, I know you minimize it, but um, you should take that in. And, and as that Mr. Rogers would say, just be a gracious receiver of the truth. You, you have done so much. Thank you. That's a good quote. Be a gracious receiver of the truth. I'll be remembering that. I'll be remembering that when someone does what I'm doing. Okay, well, we end every show with a quote from a writer, a civil rights leader, a politician, an athlete, but someone who has either changed the world or who has left us with words that changed the world. And today, that would be Heather Cortez, who actually, as a poet, wrote down one of my favorite quotes of all time, and that is, to the world... You may be one person, but to one person, you may be the world. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.
At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.